Democrat Mark Kelly wins re-election to U.S. Senate from Arizona. Pete Davidson's got a new girl. I wonder who she is. I heard she's looking good. And uh, Liam, I think you got more stories, right? Um, I, I don't have any more stories. <laughs> and what was that about Pete Davidson's girl? I think she's looking good. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I heard. I don't know. I, I mean, I think... You sound you know, like no, a weird I think she's uncle. Looking... <laughs> it's very boomerish. Yeah. But um, this is the big news that we ever, we want to get down to. I know you have a lot to say about it. We didn't really talk too much about it, uh, but we had kind of like a back and forth on text uh, with this whole thing that we thought was going to be a red wave with the midterms. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess I'll just go ahead and say what I think. Um I mean, you know, people well, thought the Republicans Well, first of all, were- the result the results. The first of all, the results are that the Republicans are not going to take control of the Senate. Right? In fact, so it was sad. supposed to be a red wave. They lost a Senate seat. So for people who don't know, the reason why Pennsylvania was such an important seat is cuz it used to be held by a Republican and that guy retired and so now the seat was up for grabs. Now, as mm-hmm. you're going to talk about in a second, John Fetterman, uh the old Shrek-looking guy, won that seat. So the Republicans yeah. actually gained a seat in the uh, Senate elections. And, um, you know, yes, Georgia's still up for grabs, but Democrats will retain control of the Senate. The House, we don't know, but we do know that it's going to be very close. Even if Republicans win all the rest of the seats, it's going to be incredibly by a small margin. So, yeah, go yeah. ahead. Th- those are the results. Well, OK, yeah. And I mean, John Fetterman and Dr. Oz was kind of the highlight of this whole election. Everyone thought... You know, John Fetterman, this guy, he's a literal, like, you know, brain dead, goes on stage. He said, first thing he says during the debate is, uh, hello, good night, everybody. That's what he says. It's like kind of like a Joe Biden uh, moment. (laughs) And I just want to, you know, people are saying he's very stupid and all this stuff. But you have to, you know, realize that he, he did have, he does have a solid education. He has an MBA from University of Connecticut and he, uh, also has a master of public policy from Harvard, but it's because his parents are also rich too. And he didn't really, apparently until he was like 44 years old, his parents were supporting him. And that's pretty crazy if you ask me, you know, all that education aside, if you're getting supported by your parents, you know, in your forties, then how do you, how, how do people expect, you know, you to support a, uh, a state? But I think the biggest issue between this Dr. House and uh, Fetterman thing is, and this is kind of going to be the theme that I want to open up with, with why I think the Republicans didn't do as well, because you were saying it was Trump. You thought that their uh, alignment with the Trump, the all the Trump um, Republicans who, who were endorsed by him, they lost. But I think it's it's kind of bigger than that. I think it's because Democrats are are very good at playing on people's emotions and uh, having the moral high ground of we care about your reproductive rights and all the uh, all, anything that is related to like a humanitarian type of issue, while Republicans come off just like as the Ben Shapiro where they just come up with their facts. They're not playing on your feelings, um, which is you know it's it's good to be the one who's logical, but unfortunately within but um, but yeah and but I agree with what you're saying. But by electing crazy candidates it makes it very easy for the Democrats to do that. Basically, what politics has become is is who is going to convince the public that the other person is a crazy person? 
is a radical, crazy person. In 2016, Trump was able to convince people that Hillary Clinton was the crazy one. She was the politician who had been in it for uh, 50 years, had never done anything, was did Benghazi and, and didn't care about you and was radical. And, and he was the businessman who was going to come and straighten it out. He was able to convince people of that. In 2020, it yeah. flipped. Biden was the old, strong, nice Joe who was like the sane person and Trump was the crazy person. And in this election, especially in Pennsylvania, all of the focus, instead of being on how John Fetterman was going to be a radical Democrat who was going to spend a lot of money and support Biden's agenda and vote for all of these spending bills and everything, they made it really about him being like brain dead, which ultimately almost seemed to like help him because Democrats didn't care. They're like, well, yeah, he's brain dead, but he's going to vote the right way. As long as he votes yeah. for democratic issues, that's all we care about. And yeah, and just uh, sorry. Yeah, no, but it wasn't it wasn't enough that he's that he's brain dead, which is what the election became about. Also, yeah. within about five minutes, John Fetterman, in the beginning of that campaign, was able to convince people that um, Dr. Oz was a wealthy TV reality star who lived in true. a mansion and didn't care about real voter, real people, and was had just moved to Pennsylvania to become a senator and was rich and completely out of touch. Everybody sort of agreed with that and bought that. But they said, oh, but people are going to support him instead of this dead guy here. But no, it turns yeah, out exactly. that messaging really helps. Well, dude, here is the thing, okay? What relates to Trump winning back in 2016 is Trump was an outsider who... Um, you know, he, he, Dave Chappelle actually, he, on SNL, he went and did a monologue, which was pretty accurate. It's like Trump was an honest liar. You know, right. he kind of said the system is rigged, but guess why it's rigged? Because I use it, you know, like I, I know why it's rigged and Hillary's friends, they don't want to change the system because they're making a lot of money from it, which is true. But that he was the underdog. He was the, the person who was, um, uh, seen as more vulnerable. And then Biden was seen as the guy who was the underdog more vulnerable because he's a literal brain dead and he can't speak. And in this case, it's Dr. Oz and this John Fetterman guy. He looks like a loser. He looks like he hangs out at Blockbuster, even like at the last Blockbuster in the world. And, you know, he used to be 400 pounds and he lost 200 pounds. And, you know, he doesn't. Is that true that he that used to be 400 pounds? Yeah, he used to be very big. He used to be very big. Uh, 400 something pounds because he's a big guy but what we don't mention is that his parents were rich and they were you know always behind him and uh you know he had these ideas his idea because i i read up on him a little bit i was like who is this guy where did he come from um yeah he received payments of fifty four thousand dollars from his father in 2015 yada 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 and he has a bunch of tattoos and stuff but the thing is, he he believes that there's this thing where you're born into, uh, like it's kind of like gambling, which is true. You're you don't get to choose who, what you're born into. So uh, since he was like a rich guy, you know, he he felt like oh, like you know, I was lucky to be born rich, but not everyone is. So he devoted his life to try to like fight for poor people or whatever. But um, I don't know. He's not fit to to run. And Doctor Oz, on the other hand, is a snake oil salesman. You know, who tries to sell your fifty five year old mom bullshit on TV. You know, so it kind of it kind of I think it's it's he was able to tap into the empathy of the people, John Fetterman, and Doctor Oz, not really. You know, it was mm -hmm. more. This is the problem with Republicans. It's like they're gonna kill you. They're gonna destroy this country. They're gonna do this. Well. 
Democrats, you know, even as ungenuine as they are, they tap into your empathetic side where it's like, we want to save you, you know, we want to, this is our democracy, you know, Mm -hmm. they have, they're better at that. While it's, it's almost like as if, I don't want to get too uh, controversial here, but it's, it's like the Democrats know how to have some foreplay and they don't just ram it in there. You know what I mean? They don't ram it in there. They, Republicans, they just ram it in. Well, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think also re- Republicans are sort of the the mean parent. Well, not the mean parent, but they're the strict parent. You know, yeah. um, what the United States has done in terms of spending under President Biden is is basically the equivalent of the the divorced parent who wants to spoil their child and give it, you know, ice cream and take it to McDonald's and 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 keep feeding it, you know mac and cheese and craft dinner and all this stuff and and there's no limit right we keep spending money we keep creating these huge bills we create spending bills that cost 500 billion dollars and we have the tenacity to call them the uh stop inflation bill you know when we know that spending money is what you know leads to inflation mm-hmm. so we've just been spending 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 and obviously the guy who comes and says hey, guys, we can't do this anymore. We need to tighten our belts. We can't afford to be spending this much money. Obviously, that's going to not be the popular parent. The popular parent is going to be the one who's like, yes, we can. We can keep spending. Let's go to McDonald's, you know? So I think their message is a little bit harder to pass, and they they weren't able to to pass that message. Um, I think you also mentioned abortion. That was a huge issue in this debate. Most Americans, two-thirds of Americans, support a woman's right to choose. They're pro-choice. As they should. Okay, well, there you go. But, you know, so this idea that, like, abortion, this is not a winning issue. And it's super important for people, as it should, as you say, right? If you're a woman and you think that you're going to vote for this guy and he's going to tell you that you can't have an abortion tomorrow, and if you get pregnant, you're going to have to, you know, give give birth to your baby, that's a really scary issue for you. And it's scarier than the price of milk at the grocery store. So, mm-hmm. you know, they need to think long and hard about which issues they want to tie themselves to. And I think that, you know, if you're running for governor of Arkansas, you can make it front and center of your campaign, pro-life, that's fine. But when we're talking about swing states where the balance of power is resting on it, states like Nevada yeah. and Arizona in this case and Georgia, like maybe maybe we should, the Republicans don't necessarily have to be so, um, you know, pro-life and all that stuff. Maybe they can budge on those issues. Yeah, I I totally agree. And that 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 is definitely a big part of what went on here. But I also we can't deny the fact that there was definitely some corruption going on in this election, you know, and specifically I'm talking about the mail in ballots. We saw it in 2020 and, you know, people were suspicious of it then. And now there's even more suspicious of it. Well, they're suspicious of it. We don't know. We don't know that there is election fraud. We don't know that. But there we is do- something going on because there's, look, delayed elections, like, results are shouldn't be a normal well, let me thing. Just, let know, me just say the facts. Been normal let me just say the facts, first of all. We'll separate the facts and our opinion. The facts are that in the state of Nevada, um, every single person receives a mail-in vote. Even whether they request it or not, everybody around election season receives a mail-in vote in the mail. Every single person that is on the books in Nevada, resident of Nevada, is going to receive a mail-in ballot. If you don't want one, you literally have to reach out to them and tell them that you don't want one. If not, you're going to get one. Um, Add to that the fact that they accept these mail-in ballots four days after the election. So even past election day, they're still, if you send in your ballot late, it'll still be counted as a vote. And add to the fact that you don't find out election results up until basically a week later. It takes them a week to count these votes. 
And, you know, the reason why people have questions now is because Adam Laxalt, the guy who's running in, in Nevada, he was in the lead for, for a good part of it, or at least it was very close. And then at the last minute, you know, it was like 16,000 ballots come in and are counted, and the state ends up going to Catherine Cortez Masto, the Democrat. And also, by the way, um, while they were counting the votes, there's a live stream camera that, that films them while they're counting. It went out. It went dark in the middle of the night. Um, and we don't know why. They said that they had technical difficulties and they apologized. You know, n none of these things are, are evidence of voter fraud, but they're all things that are going to make people suspicious. And, you know, I don't think it's enough to, like, ram down people's throats. We have fair, you know, fair and safe elections and fair and this, you know, I think they actually, you actually need to do your part of the bargain by at least making it look like you're trying to have a, a safe and fair election. In the state of Florida, everything is tabulated electronically. We yes. knew within hours that Ron DeSantis had won the state of Florida. Why can't that be all over the country? Why can't they have those I systems agree. everywhere? No, I agree. But that's the problem. It's... These, these laws are primarily made in Democrat states, and they loosen mail-in voting laws while ignoring the, the difficulties of ballot counting, you know, which delays results. And people just, you know, it destroys people's confidence within America's election system. But that, that has become a partisan issue, because while you're arguing that um, their, their election should be like Florida— um, there was a woman I was listening to on CNN who was saying the reason why Ron DeSantis won the state of Florida is because he rigged the elections is because he, uh, and, and just so you know, Ron DeSantis created an election committee. The reason why it's so well done is because there's an actual committee that monitors election. Uh, Florida has voter ID laws. When I went should. to vote in Florida, I had to show my actual driver's license to be able to vote. Um, you know, some people would say that that's voter suppression because some people don't have an ID. So, the, these issues have become partisan, you know? Who's going to decide that across the country we're going to pass laws so that everybody becomes like Florida? A lot of Democrats would have a problem with that. They would say that that's bad. Mm -hmm. So, well, yeah, yeah you know. I mean, it's not normal. I don't think it, sh it should be a normal thing. Well, what's not know? normal is look at a state like Arizona. Arizona, so, so the way it works in Florida is they have a bunch of ballots, and... When you're registered to vote, they have a ballot for you at that station. The way it works in Arizona is when you show up, they print a ballot for you. The printer prints a ballot for you. So you had all over the state of Arizona polling locations where those printers were either running out of paper or running out of ink. So people would show up to vote and they would say, I'm sorry, our voting machines are out of paper uh, or they're, they're, we don't have any ink in the machines. Uh, you have to go to a different location. And then they would drive to a different location. They would say, hi, sorry, we're, our printers are broken too. You're going to have to go to, to this location. People are driving three or four places. Like This is totally unacceptable. Totally, totally, totally I, unacceptable. I, and that's not I agree partisan. With you, but they need to fix because this. I mean, they, they, well, several states. I mean, they should they they should prohibit uh, counting mail-in ballots until election day. You know. Yeah. Well, at least they'll, they'll accept them until election day. It's election day, not election week. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean, actually doing it after. That's what right. I meant. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I think it's a uh, bit of a double-edged. You know, I mean, look, like if if you had a Republican state like Georgia, for example, and in the last five minutes. 50,000 votes came in for the Republican, you know, I'm sure people would have questions about it, you know. Um, mm -hmm. But we need to have really strong, strict election laws so that people will trust elections and won't. You know, the one thing that you've seen, though, is this election is that you have no politicians talking about fraud. You have no politicians 
talking about wrongdoing. It's because they don't want to be associated with Trump. They don't want to be associated with January 6th. That that I was a losing issue in this election. And, uh, you know, we but didn't really I talk about Trump, but... I, I, okay, here's the deal with Trump. Uh, this is what I think, okay, because a lot of people are starting to say that Trump is the reason why these... Um, you know, a lot of these candidates are losing. That's I don't true. think that's the case. It is the I case. Don't, I don't think... I don't think that's the case just it yet. Is the case. Because as as much as Trump is a big crybaby or whatever you want to call it, but he did he does have this thing about him, this it factor that not any politician have. Or maybe you know? him, but not the, I, but let's just let me just line out the argument of why people are saying that about the midterms. Donald Trump went in when there was midterms going on or when there were um, primaries going on for these candidates, these Republican candidates. Trump went in and he handpicked one person on that stage who he was going to support. And time and time again, everybody that he picked would end up going on to be the nominee. John Fetterman in Pennsylvania, Doug Mastriano in Pennsylvania, Carrie Lake in Arizona, Herschel Walker in Georgia. No, no, all no, of these John, John Fetterman, John Fetterman is... Or a Dr. Oz, excuse me. All of yeah, these people yeah. are people that he handpicked, right? And why? And how did he... Don Balduck in, uh, in uh, New Hampshire. How did he pick these people? He picked them because they supported Trump, because they supported the, the 2020 uh, election fraud bullshit, all that stuff. That's how he picked his candidates. Not the best candidate who was running, not the best guy for the job, just the person that was willing to kiss his ass. That's the, pe- that's the people he went and picked. And that, I, dude, I, that's true. And all of those people were sort of kind of like, you know, crazier candidate, kind of quack candidates, like Herschel Walker, you know, this ex-football player who can't put a sentence together. And mm-hmm. uh, and Dr. Oz, who's this TV reality star. Now now Trump is saying that Melania is the one They're who told him the to circus. pick. Yeah, who told him to pick uh, Dr. Oz. Like, why yeah. couldn't we have got, you know, regular smart candidates who are going to get out there and talk about the economy and talk about things that are actually important to voters and not kind of scare people? I don't know. I guess you think I, no, you think look, Herschel I, Walker is the best guy for the job. You would have if you think, if you were in charge of the Republican look, National Convention. I don't think Convention. anyone with brain de- no because if I argued Herschel Walker was good for the job, then it'd be as normal. It, it'd be the same thing as voting for John Fetterman because they're both <laughs> guys with severe brain damage. You know what I mean? One right. from football and one from a stroke he had two years ago, and right. from not stimulating his mind by doing useful things in his life. You know, and actually growing it. But I uh, look. I, I just want to end it on this, and I don't want to. You know, it's not. It's not a bad thing to you know think that these mail-in ballots are sus. You know, I think that. Okay, but hold on. That's that's one thing. What about Trump, though? What about Trump? Why do Why do you think that that's what? It's not true. What I'm saying that he selected bad. I don't candidates. think it's exactly. I, I well, look. I the bad candidate thing. Maybe it is partially true, but I think that. If you look at the states that it's happening, a lot of it has to do with the mail-in ballots too. No, don't you agree? Uh, you're saying that if 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 the elections had been perfectly fair and safe, that Republicans would have won Pennsylvania, Arizona, and Nevada and Georgia. I don't know that that's true. I don't think I don't think all of them, but I do th- definitely think the ones that had this huge delay, it would have been a difference. Well, that would have been you Nevada I mean? and Arizona. I don't. I don't. I don't. Nevada I don't know, man. I I don't know. And and even I don't know that that's true. I, well, to be but honest, I, uh, anyway, maybe, there's no way for us to, to to know if it's true or not. But I, I think, think what we do know is you that you have the pi- to call something out before it gets out of control. You know I, what I mean? Before we start to see this every four years, every four years, these mail-in ballots, they're 
giving us the same thing and everyone's just like, oh, well, that's the way it is. You know, it takes a couple of weeks to kind of find out what what's what happened with the election. While in reality, everything should be sorted out on the day of, you know? Yeah. Well, that's going to have to come weeks from... after. That's going to have to come from the people of Arizona, right? They well, literally gonna have laws. it's going to have to come from the people who are elected who, do, who don't benefit off those off of those it's laws. It's going to have to come from and the people of Arizona who, who, who say that it's important for them to have these laws on the books. Elected officials are only going to do what, they're can, what the people want them to do. Well, I don't know if they will exactly, because clearly we haven't been seeing that. But I'll, I'll just end it on this video with Barack Obama saying, and it's for only 40 seconds long, and then we can move on. Okay. But this is Barack Obama speaking about election, elections and uh, uh, the machines in 2008. Well, I tell you what, it, it helps in Ohio that we got uh, Democrats in charge of the machines. This is a real video. Um, but, but look, I come from Chicago. So, so I want to be honest. It's not as if it's just Republicans who have monkeyed around with elections in the past. Sometimes Democrats have to. You know, whenever people are in power, they're, you know, they have this tendency to try to, you know, tilt things in their direction. Anyways, that's it. But I, I, you know, it does serve as a little, as a little bit of a... Look, look, dude, I agree. And even if I were to say, if, even if I were to say to you, Cheyenne, I completely agree. In fact, I have evidence that last night a truck showed up at 2 a.m. with 20,000 ballots for the Democrats. Even if I were to say all that. As long as you don't have hair dye coming out of the side of you. (laughs) Even if I were to say that, you, you need to focus on things that you can control. And what you can control in this election was that Trump nominated bad people. They weren't good candidates, just as far as candidates go. Ron DeSantis was a good candidate. Did you think Carrie Lake was bad? I, d- I don't know that she's... I don't know that she's good. I don't know that she's good because she makes... As much as... Think about it this way. Think about the type of candidate you, as somebody who leans right, gets really excited for. Somebody that you see speak and you're like, fuck yeah, brother, that's my person right there. Think of somebody like that, <laughs> like a Trump, like a Carrie Lake, right? Carrie Lake walks in. Uh, hello, are you a CNN? Oh, great. I'd love to do an interview with you, but it has to be on CNN+. Plus. Oh, you don't exist anymore, do you? That's because people don't like the shit that, you know what yeah, I mean? Like being a bitch. Right. But, but you're like, fuck yeah, Carrie Lake. You know what I mean? Think of those people. Yeah. Now think of the people on the left that the people on the left think that way with. Who are those people? AOC. Bernie Sanders, right? Those are the people that make them go, fuck yeah, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. Those people don't win elections. AOC, Bernie Sanders, they don't win because they're too radical. And as much as the base fucking loves them and turns out for them in the primaries, they can't win elections in general elections. So what do Democrats do? They lift up their pants and they say, guess what, guys? That's not going to work. And they run Hillary Clinton and they run Joe Biden and they run Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. And these people actually get elected to office and then they actually get to pass legislation that Bernie Sanders and AOC would pass anyway. They get to go pass all the radical stuff that they'd want to do. So Republicans need to kind of take that same pill. They need to stop going for the guy that they love at a big rally that they cheer for and that makes them happy because he says whatever the fuck is on his mind with no filter like Trump. And they need to come to the realization that those people will not win in general elections because they make it too easy for Democrats to run ads about how you know far right they are and they scare people. 
and we need to say, hey, we need to run more moderate. I know, candidates. but the Democrats are always going to do that, Liam, because look, the Democrats. So let's make it hard right for them. Now, let's make it hard their, for them. Let's their run baby somebody, Republican is. So let's run somebody like Ron guess DeSantis. Who is the, the, Look, but they're going to shit on Ron DeSantis too. They will, but they're the, going to. It's going to make it a lot Democrats harder for them right when he has a champ- state that he's been managing very well. That he has a look, budget Liam, surplus in. Here's the deal, though. Look, George Bush, right, started like a bunch of wars in Iraq, and then uh, all these other Republicans who started wars. Those guys right now are seen as the love of the Democrats, and they're going on Jimmy Kimmel. But I mean, wouldn't you say that's a little extreme to? have thousands of millions of people die from the, the wars that you cause, but they're seen as moderate. So I don't think that's that completely the different Cheyenne. Those are people who are now George Bush is now 75 years old and he's not a threat to them anymore. Every Republican candidate who retires, gets the strange respect of Democrats. But you shouldn't, you shouldn't base it around, Oh, is this person going to get worse news coverage or not? Cause they're going to get new bad news coverage. Anyways, they're, they're going to lie. That's the game. They want to win and they play it dirty. They're never going to be I agree. It could, if they're less extreme, like these right. People but when who, you run you know? people like when you run people like Herschel Walker, who have paid for seven back alley abortions, you make their job really easy. Elections are about making it really easy to vote for your candidate and really hard Fetterman? to vote for the other person. In this election, we had it was hard to vote for the other ones, John Fetterman. But we made it. It wasn't make it easy to vote for us because we ran a millionaire TV reality star who had just moved to Pennsylvania and who had a big mansion, and who was out of touch with voters. He was out of touch with voters. What does is, what is fucking Dr. Oz know about Pennsylvania? He just moved there. He's got four or five houses all around the United States. Of course people didn't want to vote for him. Most people fucking get in their cars every day and go to work. They don't relate to him. They relate to John Fetterman, who wears shorts. And they're, yeah. je- they're probably jealous of Dr. Oz. So it's a no, fuck you the thing. vote. They, they, like, they like this guy because he reminds them you know, of themselves or like, he's like, he's not the man, you know what I mean? He's more vulnerable. Yeah. But look, Liam, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. I just think that, you know, there's some next time around and we're, Trump is going to announce by the way, tomorrow that he's running for president. Yeah. I know he's having a big press conference at Mar-a-Lago. It's going to be a big, he says, Oh, it's going to be the biggest thing in history. But you know, I, I just think that, you know, next time around when these elections happen, I think this has to be one of the biggest topics that the republicans bring up which is the mail-in right. and also but, but l- then you know. let me just end on one note then ron DeSantis, when he ran for president or ran for governor in 2018 i was living in the state yeah. of florida okay i had people all around me at university of miami who voted for uh the democrat what was his name again yeah. that guy i forget what his name was um anyway ron DeSantis only won that election by thirty thousand votes cheyenne he won by 30,000 votes. That's fucking tight, okay, in the state of Florida. He then went on to govern really fucking well, and Floridians really like DeSantis because, like I said, he's had a budget surplus. He's got money left over in the budget every fucking year. He runs the schools well. He ran COVID well. He dealt with the hurricanes well, and people really wasn't like he, him. Wasn't he endorsed by Trump, too? He was endorsed by Trump, yeah. I mean, he's the Republican, though, but, you know, it's not like Trump— it's it, it wasn't like there there was a primary and Trump selected a person. Okay. Ron DeSantis was already yeah. in power. He's running for re-election. Anyway, okay. as if it's Trump's fault. But anyway, he won by 1.5 million votes. And when he was in power, he created an election board that oversaw the elections and that designed these beautiful elections that are very safe and very fair and where people can still mail in votes, but with restrictions, and where we know the results within an hour. 
So if you mm -hmm. want it to be like that in Nevada, guess what? You're going to have to run <clears throat> a Republican that can get elected who is going to do the same thing. But until well, then, the things are going to stay the same. Well, I think, yeah, that's true. But, you know, like we said before, the problem with the Republicans right now, they don't talk about the, de the Generation Z is, you know, they're turning up for the votes of, to vote now. And a lot of them favor the Democratic Party. And I think a lot of them, you know, the biggest issues for them is climate policy, abortion rights and gun control, you know. Right. And and uh, and now more like these LGBT. TQ type of things. And I don't know if the Republicans have any space for that to like have on their own side. You know what I mean? To s talk about any of it. You mean because they have no climate policy or they're against abortion and, you know, well, then they're going to have well, to pivot, man. Look at gay marriage. It wasn't that long ago when I moved to the United States in 2011 first. Gay marriage was illegal in the state of Minnesota where I lived. Yeah. So... You know, we, we've come a long that's way crazy. just in 10 and years. And now the Republicans state, yeah. are not against gay marriage anymore. They don't say shit about gay marriage. It can't be, yeah. You used to have Democrats who said that they believe marriage was between a man and a woman. So if that really becomes the thing, at the end of the day, these people want to be in power. So if that becomes the thing that most people agree with, they're not going to go on a dying on a dead hill, you know? They're, yeah. They're, yeah. They'll, they'll pivot. And if that means that they need to create some sort of climate policy that makes sense, then they should do it. I think most mm. conservatives probably want the best for the planet. They just believe that a lot of the legislation that Democrats maybe want to pass either isn't going to help the planet or is just going to help their donor friends. Yeah. You know? No, no, that's that's exactly true. Disguised which makes me want to bring up the point because these donor friends this year, super PAC candidates, outside groups, and private donors spent sixteen point seven billion on the 2022 midterm elections, right. which makes it the most expensive election in U.S. history. And then I see a couple examples here because just because I'm looking at this thing. That is the equivalent to the GDP of Laos, which is a place near Vietnam, I think. It's the market cap of Best Buy. It's 4.1 million 1992 Toyota Corollas, and it's 26 billion bananas. So, <laughs> Well, there you go. And speaking of uh, big bananas, um, Pete Davidson is dating oh. Emily Ratajkowski. Yeah, that was a, you know, that was a big one because the moment I saw that news, I became Jesse Pinkman. I said, he can't keep getting away with this. He can't keep getting away with this. No, it was sad. It was, it was very, <laughs> how does he do it? You know? Yeah. How does he do it? You know, man, it's, um, I don't know how he does it. I guess, you know, it's... He looks like Harvey Weinstein. Do you yeah. see this picture of him? Yeah. He, start, he looks like a, he could play young Harvey. He could play a young Harvey. That's true. But you no, know what? He's, he's dated, he's dated uh, Kim Kardashian. He dated, um, what's her name? That singer? Ariana Grande. Yeah. Right? But, uh, okay, to be fair, to be fair, Emily Ratajkowski or whatever her name is, she like started a podcast and she keeps appearing on my TikTok. I don't know why. Right. Uh, I think it's sponsored, but she seems like an idiot. She's like really, she's not well spoken. Well, she's and she's trying to act like smart. Yeah, I mean, you know, she uh, people rarely try to act stupid, right? But um, she's uh, you know, she's a she's a model. That's she made her money taking pictures. So um, yeah. she's not a politician. She's not an author. She's not a thought leader. 
Um, and now we're sort of seeing social media. Social media used to be just taking pictures online and, and taking pictures. Now we're seeing it's like, if you don't have a podcast, like who the fuck are you, right? So now they're all beca- be, you know, doing these podcasts, releasing these clips. They're all saying their opinion on things. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's big yeah, news. You know, Like what's her name? Uh, the, 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 the Duchess of... Uh, yeah, Meghan England. Markle. Meghan Markle. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. He's beefing with Jordan Peterson. Exactly. Yeah, um, yeah. But, but yeah, man. I mean, look, uh you know, if you were if you were trying to um if you were trying to get somebody to marry um Emily Ratajkowski, you know, and I said, "Cheyenne, if you if you find somebody that she's willing to marry, I'll give you a billion dollars." Would you uh-huh. would you if you had to select that man, would you select Herschel Walker? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you yeah. know, and maybe, and the reason is Trump selected Urza Walker because he talked about how great you were. That would be like you saying, oh, great, I'm going to go select Charles because Charles is so nice to me and he loves me so much. It's like, that's not the fucking goal here. The goal here is to get somebody to marry Emily Ratajkowski. So let me go find the nicest looking, you know, most whatever guy that she's going to fall in love with. That's the goal. Anything other than that is just going to cloud your judgment and is just going to take away from our ultimate goal. But that's the thing. Trump doesn't give a shit that the Republicans lost the Senate. He doesn't give a fuck that, you know, all this stuff. He doesn't care. All he cares about is himself. That's all he cares about. Mm -hmm. He just wants the people who love him. I'm sorry to bring it back to that. But, but, you know, if you were trying to find somebody to date Emily Ratajkowski, you wouldn't nominate Herschel Walker. You probably also wouldn't nominate Pete Davidson. And yet he's dating her. So yes, sometimes there are exceptions, and sometimes, you know, there are things that happen that don't make sense. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. But you can't uh, bet on those things, right? I mean, listen, Herschel Walker, man, <laughs> he, he was an MMA fighter. Okay. No, he wasn't. And he, yeah, he was, and really? he won both. He won both fights that he did. He has two uh, professional fights. Wow, good for and him. They're both from technical knockouts. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, he 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 was. That's that's. Uh, there's something to be said about this man, you know. He, maybe he is. Uh, he's as dumb as we think he is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Jack, though, you can't deny that. You can't deny that. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good-looking guy, you know. He's got a big trapezoid. Yeah, he does. He's got big. He's got traps. huge traps. There's some guys that like. I don't. It's like they just have huge traps, and I want to talk to them. I'd be like, "Are you slamming traps, or are you just like genetically inclined to have that kind of body?" I think it's a, it's a mix of both, but shrugs are a good way to get traps. I can't sh- really do things. shrugs um, because of no? my surgery. Yeah, it really causes me a lot of pain. But but it's not exactly very attractive. You know, I don't think it's very attractive. Girls, girls are not too into that you know it makes you look like you're you have no neck you look like a like a shorter too you know almost right i don't know it's a it's a good sign that you work out you know it's true it's true but i mean you know uh i saw a really shitty movie on the weekend i don't know if how how much what what time are we at we're at 30 minutes 36 minutes yeah 36 minutes yeah I'll save it for next time. Okay. Just because. Well, what movie was yeah, it? Just so you leave us uh, excited. It's called Don't um, Don't Worry, Darling, or something. Okay. Don't All worry, right. darling. All right. And it's the movie with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. Oh right, right, right. Okay. All right. Well, we'll yeah. talk about it uh, later this I'll week. I'll just leave you guys with this: the the bad guy in the movie is is based on Jordan Peterson. 
<laughs> and I thought it was very inaccurate because you didn't cry once in the movie. <laughs>